0: Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watched it, now we don't know if we like it. Is it for real?
1: You're listening to...
0: Is it It for real? Real. This is Philip And Katie. And Bridget. And this week, we are doing the 1991 classic children's film, (laughs) Hook. uh, Which is recommended by a couple of different people. I believe That's all right. children <laughs> um, and uh, we have a, a very uh, special intro by one Kevin R um, who is a professional actor
2: uh, and
0: also has done some voiceover work and I must say has taken the uh, challenge of keeping a two minute intro and synopsis like very seriously so I appreciate uh, it yeah so you'll hear that in his intro but um, here we go so take it away Kevin R.
2: Hook, what a film. They used to play this in my elementary school when it rained. Major in my visceral childhood memories category. From the boo box, learning to crow, learning to fly. There you are, Peter. The imaginary food fight, the crock clock, and spoiler alert, the death of Rufio. Man, there's a lot to cover in two minutes. I promise I haven't seen this movie in years or looked up any of the plot points. So here's what happens from my memory and in one take. (sighs) The story begins with Peter, played by Robin Williams, all grown up with a demanding job, wife, two kids, and living in the real world. No memory of his Neverland experience because Wendy, now an old lady, and Peter's adopted mother brought him out of Neverland many years ago when he's got some kind of I-never-grew-up amnesia. Smash cut, Captain Hook, played by Dustin Hoffman, somehow kidnaps Peter's two kids from the real world and takes them to Neverland, so Peter has to go back to Neverland to save them. But Captain Hook runs Neverland. He caught the old crocodile, turned it into a giant taxidermy clock in the center of a town, run by pirates, and just because he's a cruel captain, Hook puts one of the lame-ass pirates into the the boo box and fills it with scorpions. Fun fact, that pirate is actually played by Glenn Close. She famously just wanted to work on the movie. Long story short, Peter can't get his kids back without the help of the Lost Boys. (sighs) But Peter's no longer in charge of the Lost Boys because badass Rufio with his dope double red mohawk is now in charge. He's got Pan's old sword and all the Lost Boys are convinced that fat old man Peter is not quote unquote the Pan because he can't fly and he can't crow. So, Peter, with the help of Tinkerbell, played by Julia Roberts, has to get his groove back. Montage Peter getting his groove back after many comical failures until he finally remembers who he was, finds those marbles, relearns how to fly, insert the happy thought, obviously it's his kids, he learns to fight, insert the imaginary food fight, and gets Rufio's approval, the return of his old sword, and the cutest little boy in the world, comes up, touches Peter's face, and says, there you are, Peter. (sighs) The Lost Boys go to get Peter's kids back, but Peter's son has since become an asshole because Hook did all the daddy things Peter didn't do back in the real world. Mostly, play baseball with his son. And Peter says, let's go home. And his son's like, I am home. So Peter and the Lost Boys have to prove Peter's worth with an amazing Rube Goldberg-esque fight against Hook and the Pirates. They're about to win, but then Rufio gets stabbed and killed by Hook. It's super sad all of a sudden. But then Peter saves the day and his kids. Shmi runs away with some treasure. That big-ass cross crocodile clock falls down on hook ultimately the croc gets his day and captain hook is dead peter returns with his kids back home to the real world having learned the valuable lesson don't forget to stay a kid even when you grow up
3: dang yes yeah that was professional that was
0: professional i think i mean it was professional we got some pro bono uh voice acting there so pretty exciting I want to
3: talk about um, Kevin's note about like the rainy day movie thing because I think that's like such a treasure and a treat that like I don't even know if kids like have that experience like you know obviously like the wheeling in of the VHS oh yeah you know and no. you're like oh it's right. it's movie day it's wet playground day um, but also then I was thinking like I was I didn't remember I never saw this movie in you know in elementary school. Um, but I was like, maybe I was too old.
0: I don't know. I was getting too old to watch
3: hook in elementary school. So anyway,
0: I mean, it lends us to our levels. I mean, yeah, that's true. I was thinking about that a lot too. Um, I, I can start since this was my pick. Um, uh, I mean, okay. My level and Kevin said it, I think is going to be Oh, there you are, Peter, because me and Annie do that to each other's faces all the time, which is a very fun game. But we both um, knew it. Uh, And um, this movie I so I was calculating I was nine when this movie came out, which I think is probably the exact uh, right age to watch this movie. Uh, So I saw it in the theater. And I'm sure I've seen it, like, several times since. Um, But it was... It definitely was a very, like, a nostalgic, magical classic for me. Like, this was a childhood film from my childhood.
1: Um, I I can jump in. Uh, As we all know, I'm a few years older than you. Yeah. And I don't think I was in that window. um, Mm -hmm. Because I remember disliking this movie. So it sets... A low bar no. for it as I revisit it because I remember just <laughs> being annoyed with it. Uh, well, my level is going to go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask. So, were you were you like eleven or twelve?
1: Um. Well, you were nine, right? Yeah. I'm like four years older than you. Are you? you- I don't know. But
0: I just want to note like you remember watching it as a kid and yeah. not liking it. Interesting. Correct. Okay. Fascinating. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: And uh yeah, I'm just gonna do my level as you're a crook, Captain Hook, because all I can think of is the Arrested Development uh song oh. from uh the uh litigation of Captain Crook going through or Mar- Captain Mar- Hook Maritime sorry. Law. Yeah, yeah. Maritime <laughs> Law. Oh my and, god, so um, good. So yeah. So I I remember disliking it and that's where I went what I revisited, so let's see, we'll see. Hmm.
3: Well, I actually don't think I've seen this movie all the way through um, and I know I haven't cause it's two hours and 21 minutes and I would have remembered <laughs> sitting through that. And I think my level is Rufio, Rufio because yeah. I remember people doing that or chanting that maybe on a playground or somewhere. And I, I, I know what these characters look like. I've probably seen tons and tons and tons of clips of this movie and julia roberts like laughing with that short mm. wig on but yeah. i've never seen it all the way through and i'm i unfortunately when the movie started i was kind of like sighing and i think i'm a i am I was i'm just a little peter panned out and oh, okay. i think it's because my work did a peter pan musical like right before the uh pandemic and so i was like really pandemic
1: <laughs> oh. Oh.
3: Right before the peter pandemic um and i think i was just living in that peter pan world and talking about it so much that i was like oh god another peter pan story and like frankly i think i dated a few peter pans and i'm just over him that's my level
0: <laughs> so we're all coming in with a, a great
1: attitude <laughs> we're, we're coming in hot
0: <laughs> awesome. but this movie's not called peter pan it's called hook I always forget that. I actually in my head always remember it as Pan because he's like called Pan and Peter. They don't call him Peter Pan that much actually. But yeah.
3: My couchmate was making a lot of comments about how Steven Spielberg like let every character have their own movie. Yes. And that's why it's so long, even though it's called Hook it's clearly about, it's like a deep dive into every single character, even Glenn Close being shoved in that box. Like she could have her own- sitcom so spin
0: off she's a developed character is uh, <laughs> developed yeah. yeah yeah. i mean that kind of gets us into like the first scene really because um we, we start we open up with a play with the peter pan play um and i i was reading that like uh maggie the daughter is playing wendy who is like her great great grandmother and then uh there's a girl playing peter pan and that was like supposed to be a nod to like the old play with like mary martin Cindy duncan and, and Sandy Duncan, right? That used to have, that used to always have a girl um, playing Brian Peter Liam's Pan. Daughter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. That um, was
1: bad. But it seemed to be. I
0: did. did, not be, like it. I did. <laughs> yeah. It seemed to be kind of an amalgam of like the play, the Jamberry book, like Peter and Wendy, and then like the the um, cartoon. It was just like kind of a mix up of a lot of different ways to tell the story. Um, but anyway, yeah, we we open up in America. We get introduced to baby Alex Brozlovsky.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Which, that is true.
3: Right? Which... Little brother, the brother, who is the kid from Can't Hardly Wait. That's yeah. how I know him. And Charlie I recognized Porzno. him immediately. Me
0: too. Yeah. It
3: was the kid from Can't
0: Hardly Wait. But I, I, I knew like, him so much from this movie that I like had recognized the Can't Hardly Wait kid from Hook, you know, but yeah.
1: And yeah, I've got to take issue with uh, the intro of saying this. This kid turned into an asshole. No, he started off as an <laughs> asshole, through and through.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, he was. He's a little bit of a jerk. Um, but like, is it his fault that baseball yes. game he was
3: in was a lot of pressure for an? I was thinking old. about that. This the screaming and the yelling and like the the curveballs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They don't throw curveballs in eighth grade. They're like barely he's off, not finished even, with he's doing t ball eighth grade. He's I think it's a year olds. Yeah, yeah, but they yeah. still don't okay. they're not throwing okay. curveballs.
3: Okay. So but Robin Williams misses the baseball game because he's at work being adored.
0: Um yeah. right. And
3: he he's
1: doing like gunfight. The- yeah.
0: I was thinking about that. If he had just not done that gunfight with a cell phone, he might have made the made game. And then they were teasing him in the elevator. I mean, the thing is, um, in rewatching this, I remembered how much of it I remembered, which is interesting. So I must've seen it a lot as a kid. Um, but they're all like teasing him about flying. Cause he's so afraid to fly. And I'm like, mm-hmm. has this like really powerful executive, like never been on a plane. It's kind of hard to believe.
3: Um, well, there's, yeah. I mean, I took me a heart, a hot, a hot minute to realize like, oh, right. Like they're, they're just playing into all these tropes of Peter Pan, right. That he's a that he flies, yeah, and then like the whole sh- there's so
0: much shadow play, yeah. You know, there's all
3: this sh-
1: about
0: yeah. shadows and his and natural. They also add like Robin Williams' like natural pose is with his hands on his hips. Like a lot of times when he gets like, it's yeah. just like his his default pose, just kind of cool. It's a power pose, you know. Yeah, that's
1: how you win business <laughs> meetings. That's what I do.
0: What does he do? Oh, he's a lawyer. I've
1: heard. I heard like lawyer. I heard accountant. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think acquisitions
0: he's, uh, and mergers.
3: There was an actor also club. in his like entourage who I couldn't place, but I think I just placed as the doctor that delivers Kirsty Alley's baby and Oh, look who's talking. Uh he's kind of a he he looks like he'd be a ginger, but he's kind of bald. Oh, like
0: the bald guy. I know who you're talking yeah, about. He's very yeah.
3: familiar. And then I'm thinking, like, I think I've seen him as a doctor in something, so I'm not sure what that was in.
0: Um, so then uh, Jack, um, is very upset when they're when they're like they're flying. So he misses, you know, uh, Robin Sweet. Williams misses the bay the game.
1: So he takes it out on the whole airplane by just chucking oh a baseball oh my God. at the ceiling. I
0: would kill that kid. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and first of all, dead. the flight attendants. I remember as a kid, because I was I was nine when we seen this. So I'd been on a plane several times, but never for like this long of a flight probably. And this flight made me terrified of flying to Europe. I was like, yeah. it's going to be hell. It's going to be kids with baseballs and like shaky plates and everybody eating crap at the same time. Um, yeah. You know what kind of plane it was pan am
1: that's pan why am. pan am went out of business it's because of this fucking kid. eater
3: pan am well it did it went out of business a week before this movie was released yeah, I know. now Which did is... you guys know they were flying to england at this point because i had no idea i didn't know where they were going or why they were I've going seen was... the
0: movie i definitely okay
3: knew. No, it was not clear I was, to me
1: i was confused i knew that they were going for like their grandmother's coronation or something like that and yeah mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: coronation.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Queen, queen. I was confused. Okay. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, I will say um, that kid can hold a grudge. Um, but I think that that kid is a really like a good actor. Like I, the, even the way he delivers lines and stuff, I'm like, I am totally buying th- this kid. It almost seems like improvised sometimes. What happened to him that he did this and then he did can't hardly wait and then he's disappeared? I don't know. Oh, he's uh, a lawyer. Was- he's like. He's like a very successful lawyer, I believe. Peter Pan? But, no, the kid. Oh.
1: Maritime oh. Law. But I
0: don't know why he really didn't act in between the two. I don't really get it. He was in school, Katie. Yeah, probably.
3: So they go to Wendy's house, and I'm also confused about there's some length. So she says it's been 10 years that since she's seen Peter, but then she says
0: you've grown up over the year to the kids. So has I she a seen them? About has that she too. not? Um, Annie was thinking that maybe she had been sent pictures from last year, like their school pictures, but it's made pretty clear that she, I don't think she's actually met the kids. I think she's not seen the fam, Peter and her granddaughter for like 10 years.
1: I just assume that the kids and the wife went over a lot more. I mean, it's Moira's, her granddaughter. um,
0: Was that
3: true? Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: And whatever happened to the mom? And dad,
0: Who, I guess. Whose mother?
1: Moira's.
3: Wait, like, Peter Pan married Wendy's granddaughter? Yeah. yeah. And is Did that you... the girl he kisses in that scene? Yeah, yeah. we'll
1: get into when that. Culture-
3: okay. The unconsensual No, not one of the
1: Yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: I. It's so- no,
3: I mean, it, I it is- This Peter a- Pan is a creepy story. Yeah. There's
0: a lot of Wendy's and a lot of- It was confusing of like- There's a lot of layers to this film and the story because like the premise, and anybody correct me if I'm wrong, seems to be that Maggie Smith was the original Wendy. Yeah, right. She grew up, but what she's telling people is is that she grew up telling these stories. So it was like Wendy Michael John, and they told these stories about Peter Pan, and their neighbor was JM Barry, I guess, who wrote the story. Right. And then when shit hits the fan and a legitimate kidnapping occurs, she's like, ah, "It was real. Sorry, it was real. You have to go back," <laughs> um, because I, you know, like I don't think I don't think she's like going around telling people it was magic. She's like, she's just leading into the whole right. story. So yeah. she's known as like the inspiration for the book. And who's the redheaded lady? Is she she's a housekeeper. Yeah, I think so. She's very oh, excited.
3: I was very confused. Very that. excited.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then Tootles, the guy that's like the old uncle, was one of the lost boys. Yes toodles
3: um so robin williams gets really mad when the kids are playing because he's trying to make a deal on his flip phone
0: a deal that the wife has always hated
3: like, <laughs> she's so mad oh <laughs> she's
0: like
1: deal. who
0: cares who cares can you imagine um yeah like if i'm like telling annie's like i always hated that research project <laughs> like, yeah. what? like why do you care about the deal and um what what do you think funded your trip over here to europe like he has to work like you could have a you could take issue with like his whole job i guess but like he can't quit in this minute like i don't know i kind of i get real sick of that kind of storyline
3: yeah and then is does she throw his phone out the window does,
0: does he throw it out the window
1: or it falls out the window she
0: does and that's another thing i have um i take issue with movies of like how much of a non-issue they treat if somebody took your phone or anything and threw it out of the car into the lake into the snow it's like that's a really a very radio.
3: expensive i mean in 1991 a cell phone would have been really expensive and then the bills i mean in I 1999 I, um, or whenever i got a cell oh, phone it was like extraordinary you couldn't call anybody or do anything
0: but i feel like movies do this all the time where they're just like that's how you show somebody you care. is like you throw your $1000 bone away to get like run over by a car. And then a dog buries it
3: in yeah, the yard.
1: Straight up buries it.
0: So,
3: um there's you know, I don't know how how deep we want to go into these things, but Peter and Wendy go to a fancy party. Is this her coronation? Yeah. This is a coronation. Is she this a opening, birthday
0: party? What no, is it? No, they're honoring her because she's like You know, much like kind of parallel to who Wendy is, like she's taking care of orphans, I guess. And they're naming, Uh they're naming like a hospital wing for a children's hospital wing for her, I think.
1: A hospital wing, but if you look at the model, it's actually they're, they basically pushed apart the wings of the hospital and then created this monster hospital (laughs) in between it. It didn't make any sense. Oh, I didn't notice that. The new part of the hospital is bigger than the old parts. And this is right in the middle. I just, I don't know. It was. I great. didn't notice that. Go go rewatch. Trump I will <laughs> the, and whole look movie. At the model. I'll
3: watch yeah. it backwards and end there. Yep. Yep. I mean, I will say, you know, that this movie has a lot of just beauty to it. I mean, just even going into her house, everything's magical. It's very like over the top, right? Everything like fuzzy. Is- yeah. fuzzy and it's over the top and it's dramatic i mean so sustaining that for two and a half hours is pretty it's like exhausting to it is be yeah be on that emotional roller coaster
0: i was reading that um originally or supposed to have been cast as the role of older wendy is brenda frick who's the bird lady from home alone too Oh. She, but she couldn't do it. And so they went with Maggie Smith, which I think Maggie Smith is amazing. Yeah. Like it's hard to imagine anybody the, else.
1: The poor man's uh, Brenda Snick or whatever it is.
0: Brenda Frick is
1: Maggie Smith. Frick, I know. Yeah.
0: I know. But so they go
3: back home and there's been a kidnapping and a slashing.
1: Yeah.
0: Which. No one, go ahead. Well, I was going to say like, they they probably should have, before they they're tucking the kids in and Maggie's like, there was a man out the window. He says it was a window washer <laughs> and everybody's like, shh, shh, go to bed. It's like, mm, maybe like pick up on that because like they're really afraid and they don't want him to leave.
1: What was that?
0: I think that was Captain Hook is my guess. My guess is, is that the kids are like seeing Captain Hook. Because and he didn't-
3: Toodles sees, I, I kind of didn't understand that scene. Toodles is looking at
0: a ship in a bottle and he's like, Hook. Oh, and the dog starts barking. Yeah. There's yeah. Something. But I think there's a thing of like in this movie of like who is willing to like buy in and imagine or like have your imagination accept that this exists and who isn't. So like Tootles is, he's like looking for his marbles and he's fully just in Neverland. And the kids are, I think, young enough to like see the window washer. Like, I don't know, maybe the parents wouldn't have even seen him. I don't but
1: know. Back to this window washer. A hook comes in <laughs> through the front door yeah. He can't fly, so why would he be at this window?
0: Maybe he's casing the place. But yeah, I don't know. Like, know how would he get up there? there you you know. know who's gonna solve
3: that problem? Phil Collins. Yeah, <laughs> the detective in this movie, Susu Studio.
1: Susu Studio. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's so they they get back from this the the event, the coronation, and there's like rips in the wall the windows yeah. or the doors broken and robin williams is just like hey anyone yeah here? i'm not worried they don't just, hustle uh, for a long time they don't care at all
3: that's what i mean about the emo- like some things are very emotionally charged and overwhelming and then you know, spoiler about Rufio, like we can talk about that, but that was like the most disregarded death I've <sighs> ever seen in my yeah. life.
0: Of like a protagonist. Right. Where yeah. you're like, oh, okay. Um yeah. anyway. It's yeah, it's true. Um so- oh, I do have a note that it was kind of I, I'm sure it was Steven Spielberg's intention at the um at the coronation to have Robin William basically doing bad stand-up and being like really sweaty in front of an audience. Oh yeah. Um uh And then I was wondering why he didn't have an English accent. I thought about
3: that too, but I think his parents.
0: Well, he was adopted into the U.S., but that was like when he was like 13 or 14. No,
3: he was a baby. He was stolen and he went to Neverland and they don't have English accents there, do they? Oh,
0: maybe that's why.
3: That's why. Because he was Neverland
1: is. Oh, true.
3: U.S. American He
1: was raised (laughs)
3: by lost boys. That's (laughs) true. After he just landed in a snow puddle and a fairy picked him up.
0: Can you imagine? No. There's a whole different, kind of much like Big with Tom Hanks, there's a whole different movie to be made about those parents that lost their kid. Like, I know. I mean, we can talk about this now because it's like a theme throughout, I think, is like, how do the Lost Boys, the Lost Boys end up there because like they're babies and they hear their mother talking about like what preschool they might enroll in. So they're just like, or is Tinkerbell just stealing well, these children? There's a
3: few different there's a few different versions of this, like, and, and in a lot of it, yeah, it's like you become a lost boy because yeah, you don't want to grow up. Right. And then
0: from the age of like three months, well, yeah. right. but that's what the
3: story, that's what J.M. Berry's story is about. It's about uh, a baby. Yeah. It's about a baby in a parambula <laughs> being like, I don't know why I use that word hearing <laughs> overhearing a parent talk about a, them growing up and what's yeah, okay. next. And, and so, Yeah. That's that's from the original story, mm. and um, oh, interesting. And then you 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 know, it's some of the lost boys get stuck there because they can't fly home because, um, they they lose their happy memories or they forget. Oh, my happy god, things.
0: that is rough. Yeah.
1: So in this movie, <laughs> Peter's the only one who can fly, right? Yeah. Yeah. But in the books. Well, More people. Well, they all fly, fly there,
0: but then they can't get home.
1: Oh. But but
0: Tinker brings them there, and you right. can fly with fairy dust. That's the thing. But the right. rest of them are not flying.
3: Yeah, I think Tink Peter is a can like
1: ab- abductress. Tink is.
3: is. Ugh. <laughs> I don't, I get so, I'm very creeped out by that whole storyline too. I got, I have so many questions about that. She raised him from a baby and then wanted oh, to kiss him.
1: I, anyway. We can get, yeah, we'll yeah. get
0: to that.
3: My sure. my
1: note right from the beginning, like right when she shows up is that Tink is a little much. Um, she's just, she's, <laughs> yeah. she's all over the place. And, uh, I,
3: and yeah. I did like, I, I love anything where, where a human is in a, tiny situation and things are it's like honey I shrunk the kids you know that totally. she's in this dollhouse and oh I like getting tossed too. around in there I think that's a really fun scene I hate yeah. I hate her wig
1: Ugh, it's so awful. much I've been I was think thinking about awful.
3: that
0: today like all today I watched this last night and I was like why did they do that like why not cut her hair or literally hire an actress who would will be willing to I heard that Winona Ryder was up to the for the part mm. and Carrie Fisher Mm. Yeah. Um. and I was like I could definitely I think either would have been a better choice to be honest yeah
3: and then when she becomes the Cinderella version of herself suddenly her hair is much longer
0: and it's still a terrible wig that scene um is something where like there's scenes in movies that you like you hear about how like there was a scene that they were going to do and they like thank goodness decided to cut it I feel like that is that scene you're like yeah oh I can't believe I'm not reading about that this was an idea. I can't believe they actually went through with this. Uh, It was totally, uh, yeah, weird. So
3: Wendy carries Peter off to Neverland and they get to the pirate. Or
0: Tink does.
3: Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Tink carries Peter and they end up at the pirate
0: ship land.
3: So
1: here's my question. Why did she bring him there?
0: I totally forgot that happened and was like so surprised. In my memory, she just like dumps him in Lost Boy Island.
1: That would have made sense.
0: I don't know what she thought. He, I guess like there's a thing where it is so weird, like who recognizes him and who doesn't um, and, and why they recognize him. And then like, it seems like she goes in and out of believing that he is Peter Pan or he isn't like what he could do. Like, I guess she's just like indignant that he'll, once he's there, he'll just be able to fly and sword fight and he'll just end it um but what a terrible plan <laughs> yeah, well that's the thing with tinkerbell is that she
3: doesn't really think things through and she's she's not a great character she's not fun to be around she, she's no. careless she you know i'm thinking about the musical the we play that yeah. was based on her she she basically like she's an irritant gets mad at peter and gets mad at wendy and like ignores them yeah she's she's not just his friend the she's, play
0: that you did was it was she a light no she was a human oh she was a real person yeah we yeah. had people flying so
2: wow. it was called fly
0: that's awesome well yeah. the, pl- the plays that i've seen where you have p- people are on cable and stuff but like the uh, tinkerbell is like a light yeah no she can was an o- actress that flew was- too oh that's awesome
3: yeah um so yeah they the, the pirates take peter's shoes right
1: yeah, because they're fancy and Tank shiny. Tink fights them
3: all off. And then he dresses as a pirate to try to elude them. And, oh, and then I was like, oh, Smee is the guy from Roger Rabbit.
0: Bob Hoskins.
1: He's great. <laughs> yeah, Bob Hoskins.
3: He's
0: so good. We
3: get to hear, like, his. he is great. He's, I mean, Hook, Hook and Smee's scenes together were some of my favorite moments. So awesome.
0: I, I was thinking about how as a kid I had no idea that, like, Robin Williams... Um, Bob Hoskins and Dustin Hoffman are all like extremely short like they even out the adults because like you're like oh they're big but um but like get Rufio next to them you're like whoa
1: (laughs) (laughs) Rufio is six five so yeah
0: right so as uh we
3: have the you know Smee intros Captain Hook and the crowd is really fired up and we get to see Peter Pan's kids
0: yeah in that net,
3: the net, and then Hook calls out Glenn Close for not belonging. But was that on purpose? Was was did he know it was Peter Pan? I, I didn't no, like... it, was,
1: it was. I think it was just a misdirect in the movie. Is like, yeah, totally. We, totally. the audience, <laughs> are supposed to think that uh, he's gonna like get Peter there, and of course he doesn't. Um, he gets this very fuzzy pirate or like Nora or my couch mate was like why is this pirate so like just sort of washed out and fuzzy and like that's that's a woman that's blend
0: Close Close and they don't want you to know that my guess is he probably like Captain Hook could have done that to anybody in that crowd and it would have had the same my guess is like all the pirates bet against them you know what I mean like he probably could have done that to anybody and this one is next to Peter Pan for dramatic effect. Um, and then we get the boo box, which watching this movie next to Annie, ICU, see you, uh, I know that she is terrified of scorpions and tarantulas. And I think yeah. it's from this scene, like oh. this scene oh. totally scarred her. And her question for us is, do we think that.
1: Glenn he, Close he, is really in there.
0: Yep. <laughs> She's still in there. Did she get out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think they dropped two or three scorpions. Do we think that that pirate died from that? Or are they okay? Is it like a torture box or is it a kill box?
1: I feel it's a torture to then kill. I think that's just the beginning of the process. I think there's mm. a lot more coming coming so her way.
0: It's like that nun in Game of Thrones. It's just... She's there for yeah, the long Yeah, right, right. Aww, a little, I little see. hint
1: of the beginning.
0: Got yeah. it. That's Oof. what I guess. it's a different tone to the movie too. Oof. Well, right. I mean, there's the the
3: there is some weird things because it's like, is this all like make believe fun where everybody's not getting hurt, or did yeah. actual like lots of pirates and lost boys get killed during that battle? And
0: well, I, I mean. there's so many lost boys on the island I mean also it is really hard the lost boy island and especially this scene like as a kid and I'll say I still have some nostalgia about like the Robinson or the Swiss family Robinson of it all and like the swinging and it looks awesome like I would love to be there it's a world I'd love to live in but like I couldn't get a handle on like are there two boats are there three are they on land are they on water like where are people coming from It was just like really hard to wrap your head around it it is confusing. Um, I mean, the pirate
3: land is like a bunch of half boats, yeah, <laughs> like put together, and then a big boat, and then it, and then when they pan out at one point, you're made to think that the Lost Boys like live in a tree that's right isolated yeah. off of a tiny strip right. of right. land. Right. But yeah, it is. Although, it is confusing.
1: Although I'm going to say that the uh, the pirate area is the set of Water World.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes,
0: that's what Annie said. <laughs> yeah. Similar, like garb. And I was, um, I was reading a, a Roger Ebert, um, review came up, and he was saying, and I kind of felt the same way because, like, I couldn't get a hand on the set, and he was like that in his mind, and in mine too. Like, uh, never, never land Is such a jungle. It's such like a green jungle, and this one looks like it's had a drought for a long time. Like the pirate mm-hmm. ship is very, I guess you're at sea, so you're like salty and dry, but um, it's very like sepia toned almost. It's interesting. Mm-hmm
1: my thought was that because in this world hook has been in charge for a while so it's sort of changed neverland that's true Uh, that that was my sort of understanding of it
0: that was kind of my question is like hook i have a like when he's giving all the speeches i'm like hook cannot get over losing this hand not that it's easy i'm not saying anybody should but like he is so focused on peter pan um that i question what he does in in the 30 years between now and like the time he's gone,
3: mad too. If somebody chopped off your hand and fed it to Listen, an alligator, I would be super mad. And in truth, this you is can't kind even of itch like- your own eye. You can't even like itch your own.
0: I know. Anything.
3: Well, I agree with your other
1: hand, Bridget. True.
0: But but sometimes you want it. You can't make. No. You can't toss a pizza. I mean, karma wise, I totally, like, I totally have something Very ableist, this. I realize. Terrible... I'm sorry. I'm no, just because- saying. He, that's why he. He's acting like that, it was a violent crime against him, so I totally empathize with his fixation of that. It's more of like, I don't know what he does when he's not pursuing Peter Pan, nothing, he's he's just his foil. Yeah.
1: Ooh, now, I want the movie where Hook is the good guy and Peter Pan is the bad guy. There's an argument you to know? be
3: made. Well, none of them are that's the that's kind of the thing is like, I don't that's why I don't really like Peter Pan, I don't think he's really a hero, I don't think he's a great a great character he's pretty impish. what does he do yeah and he's he's he doesn't want to grow up and then like his friend dies and he's like well okay i mean in this one he's made to be a little bit yeah a lot more likable. but that's only because he's a father and he says he wants to be a father and he's fighting for his kids but I otherwise was the same thing. he has very little redeemable qualities <laughs> especially this, as a boy yeah, yeah.
1: and, and when crowing? he's taking
0: care of them all anyway. are we gonna talk about the crowing
1: yeah what? like
0: Bridget, I mean, because you're closer to this, like, play and stuff, like, why is that a feature of Peter Pan? Why does he crow? The top
1: three. He he can fly, he's Fight. really good at fighting, fighting, and then he can crow. Those are his top three things. I don't
3: know. It's like some sort of boastful, like, cock
0: thing. It's like a show of cock. It's yeah. terrible. <laughs> I remember that as a kid, because like, we yeah. were obsessed. We had the Mary Martin version, which, fun fact, uh, the woman that plays Tiger Lily in the original um, movie mm-hmm. with Mary Martin um, went to nursing school with my grandmother. They were roommates. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so it's fun. I mean, problematic. She was a blonde woman. But <laughs> um, I just remember watching it and like having Mary Martin crow, and I'm like, what's happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like she like lost her voice all of a sudden. It's There's a lot bizarre. of...
3: I think just a drug induced weirdness for this story Maybe. that's been morphed. And um. so, okay, we got to get back in this because this is sure, only yeah. on the first 20 minutes. Yeah. So they decide in three days, there's going to be a war and Peter and hook are going to fight. Well, they're all going to fight, but really Peter and hook are going to fight it out for the kids. And then, and then Peter just willingly. Well, I mean, he basically willingly, decides like okay that's fine like you can keep my kids for three days
0: he really it really looks like he gives up on that like mast too right yeah when he's i mean i get that he's afraid of heights i get that he kind of has he is a wuss like he kind of has no chance of reaching them but he's like oh he is more afraid than he is comforting them which is like not pleasant to see
3: and he gets knocked into the water and then there's this very sexual mermaid orgy yeah yeah
0: so, I guess Annie was saying that this was part of the cartoon that I don't remember because I always thought as a kid, a Disney even, I'm cartoon? Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. That the mermaids are under the mermaids help him under the ship or something. Huh. I don't remember it. I, I don't <laughs> know if I've actually ever seen the cartoon.
3: We also, had a, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, we had a big mermaid, like the moon in our play was a big mermaid. I think there's something to that in the yeah, story, maybe. but yeah, there
0: must be. Um, this was like they were. Like one of those mermaids was barely wearing a top, and and they were taking his clothes off. I mean, like, and it cut. Like, I don't know what happened at
3: the end. And they of that. were kissing. Oh, I know him. what happened. He kissed so many people that were not his wife in this yeah. movie. Agreed. That's yeah. problematic.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, I just wanted to say that. Uh, so he falls in the water. Tink thinks he's dead, um, and then she just goes home and it was like, "Oh, yeah. I guess this this is done." It was a. It was a nice little. Jaunt, but uh, you know, that don't have to worry about that anymore. Um,
0: yeah, Tink is hard to get a handle on. At this point in the movie with these mermaids, I kind of realized that I don't think this movie passes the Bechdel test, <laughs> which is incredible, but I don't think it does. No, it
3: doesn't.
0: It's not. the lost boys. Like, they don't even. They don't even put any women in there, and none of the pirates, including Glenn Close, yeah. <laughs> no, and they yeah. all just bitch about not having mommies and how they miss their
3: mommies, and like that—that's right. the whole thing with Wendy. Is like she really like when she goes there, they're like, "Take care of us, tuck us in, give us a blankie." Oh yeah, it's, like, that's shut right. up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, carry yourself. The next note I have is so now they go to the island of lost boys, and he like slides down the snow. It looks—it looks pretty pretty cool pretty diverse so i don't know in the background you can you see, can like, see a that snow there's mount. different seasons yeah, okay. it all think, is all like at once it's like a kid's drawing essentially yeah um but it reminded me of i just have a note it says like Picel and like the little kids like when they all just like swarm in oh, and it looks like they're gonna kill him and i'm like <laughs> they're gonna kill him
3: like, yeah my
1: note my note is that peter meets the children of the corn because yes. they're just uh
3: that scene where I mean, they're just like chucking a ball at his face over and over again. They're like, uh, You don't know how to play games. And they're like and you're like, That's the test?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, there's there's so many stories where societies run by kids just break down and they ended murder. And this one should have. <laughs> if they were being realistic, tons of people were getting murdered. And you know sacrificed. why I think they
3: don't though? It's because they each have their own sleeping quarters. So at night, they can go. Cause you know, there's like that one scene where they're all turning off their own individual yeah. little lights. And I think, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't know they, why they, they don't would kill have still each other. turned
1: to murder. Yeah.
3: They're all, ugh, when they're touching him and all of that, that whole thing grossed me out. Their hands have got to be so
1: oh. dirty. <laughs> they're all so dirty. <laughs> That's, you know, where, where the kid, the cute kid is like going up there and like just massaging his face. Yeah. All I was thinking is the other kids are like, oh, that's Pete. That's that's Dingus, who never washes his hands after yeah. he goes duty. You know, <laughs> yeah, like- his name is Dingleberry because he's just <laughs> like.
3: But so they put him through this like whole sequence where they like rough him up and there's a skate park and uh. they're it's like... Very,
0: yeah. It's very situated in the 90s. It's like yeah. skate park and like basketball and like right. almost rapping, but not quite. It's like more chanting. Like Space Jam
3: meets... It is a this very... Is very yeah. pre-Space Jam though, isn't it? Yeah.
0: It's pre, but I think it's like... Yeah. The height of Michael Jordan fame. And they have that like skate windsurf. I mean, I'll just tell you as a kid loved it total i there's so many things in this this movie
3: katie that i when i was watching it i was like i know why katie would love this movie i want to live there yeah that you would just like to live there and that
1: would be your house bullshit katie that skateboarding windsurfing thing was on a track
0: i know i know it's like a crap like a disney ride (laughs) um And I'll also say one of my uh, biggest memories, and we're not, I mean, quite there yet, but we can probably move along. But like um, the the food, I mean, I watched it yeah. this time and I was like, this food is so gross. This so food gross. is just different dyed mousses with other dyed mousses on and top ma- of it.
1: And mashed potatoes. It yeah. looks
0: so nuts. But as a kid, I was like, oh my God, that looks so good. I don't know. It's the same I reason wrote... as a kid, you want like the gummy yeah. worms in Oreo. Ah, but that makes sense.
3: This is meat and frosting. Yep. <laughs> That's what I wrote is their diet is like really chunky. And like where do all these animals come from that they all eat? Because they're eating a lot they're of animals. People.
1: They're people. These are okay. cannibals. They're cannibals. I before
3: also... That... Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just say before that scene we have a Hook and Smee scene which is delightful that I actually really enjoyed. All their scenes are great. Yeah. Which is the whole like Hook. Again... We're, not, we're kind of hitting some suicide movies i don't know uh, it's maybe yeah. it's just yeah like hook threatens I to kill himself and but i again it's comedic but he's doing the whole like don't try Very to stop comedic, me yeah. don't try to stop me stop me
0: stop i like that whole i love the painting of captain hook as like a histrionic like personality disorder that's well, just yeah. just bored jerk like yeah i love it <laughs>
1: And I know you read the the facts on this. Is yeah. that uh, Dustin Hoffman, like I think both him and oh, just blanked them his name, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins uh, came to the same re- realization as that Smee and Captain Hook are this old gay couple. Yeah, and that's how they played the characters, and which worked amazingly. Yeah, I, I think Fully. Um And yeah, that's sort of the background they put into it, and sort of. It came out and it, it worked uh, great. It worked they
0: really great. are delightful. I yeah, yeah, I loved all of their scenes. I like that his uh hooks bed lowers from the ceiling
3: and then um he has all those mirrors in front of him, just the little details. Yeah. And Smee with the wax, but it's like from his ears on the <laughs> mustache.
0: Oh, I know. I was like, did people ever do that? No, right? It's so crazy. Probably.
1: Probably. <laughs> um I yeah, no, in general I will say that the pirate ship was awesome with the huge skeleton holding the um, Mm -hmm. front uh, spinnaker mast or whatever that would be. Um, Yeah, it was great.
3: So yeah, there's
1: a, I I just want to say one last thing on the food. It's uh, that was like Nora's favorite scene. That's what she remembers of it, watching it as a kid and we were playing Dixit at one point and I was supposed to Know that reference, and I oh. did not because I I don't really know. What were movie. you playing? Dixit. D i x it's like a Is this yeah. something you
3: guys are doing without me? You were having another. I just know what it is. All I've right. not been <laughs> playing with them. Yeah. I wish I wish I was. Invited. Yeah, yeah. That was a callback to our Next pre-show. Time. Next I just want time, yeah. Yeah, and so okay, so the food is imaginary though, right? What do they no, eat? then? So I don't
0: understand.
1: I think uh, my, I think my, my, I can clarify,
0: but go ahead.
3: Yo, yeah.
1: No, then you you clarify because I'm gonna get it wrong.
0: Okay. Well, here's something. So I've thought about this for many years of my life where I'm like, wait, what were they eating before he started to imagine it? Are the the lost boys just eating air? But I think, I'm hoping this is answering your question. Like, I think what it is, is that they actually are, they're literally eating like turkey and stuff. Like they can see it, but then they turkey and frosting. Yeah. Yeah. But then when he starts to play with them, like when he starts to get it, they can tell that he gets it. And it's very exciting because it means that he's like returning to being Peter Pan. Like as a kid, I'm like, oh my God, they can finally eat now that he's back and imagining it. But like they get like they're doing it on their own.
3: It's their just object they... work is phenomenal. Every improviser should watch that scene.
1: Yeah.
0: I like the twins. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. at the same Yeah.
1: Time. My interpretation was similar. It's that if you can imagine it, it's there. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, they're all, yeah. As you said, Bridget, they're all group. playing. Yeah. Yeah. They're all doing group mind of doing an improv thing. It's like, oh, if you can play along and eat something, then it's really there. And because Peter couldn't play that game, he couldn't see it until he truly could. And so then- how do
3: they know when he can really see it? Because- if they can see it the whole time, how do they know when he can actually see it? Cause I he's mean, doing
1: shit uh, object work. He until, is doing shit
0: object
3: yeah.
1: work.
0: I mean, I do like this. Like when um, the kid said, "Is like, are you going to eat that? And he's like, no, it's yours. What? Like, you know, I do, I enjoy Robin Williams' frustration where I think he says Gandhi ate more than this, which as a kid, I remember like I got and really thought I was like super smart for okay. Um, But I like, I do enjoy like Robin Williams after having like run a marathon all day and- um <laughs> being super frustrated i did want to say like a funny part that i thought this time right before this food scene is when like captain hook is um teaching the kids like how their parents hate them and maggie gets an f (laughs) and she's like an f like he gave (laughs) me an f like he's so she's so upset like about getting the f but like they kind of forget that they've they've fully been kidnapped and have no idea (laughs) when they'll die i i just loved her being so pissed about it but anyway yeah. Speaking of
3: Maggie, she sings the saddest song I've ever heard from Neverland. Hugging that to toast, bed.
1: you know. Just... I hated
0: that part. So awful. So I'm no. I. It sounds like Phil. Um, and I all went went through all the facts, but like I, so I guess like John Williams and this other woman wrote a full on like Steven Spielberg was originally going to do a musical adaptation right. of a musical. But it was going to be a movie musical. It was going to star Michael Jackson. Yikes. Uh and then uh, and then yeah,
1: and Peter yikes. Pan
0: because he like, you know, he named like Neverland Ranch yeah. and stuff. Like I think he was like, you know, wanting to do the part and stuff. And then eventually I read this that eventually it wasn't, you know, Pete, Michael Jackson I think thought it was just full-on Peter Pan the role, which like he could probably pull off because there's some similarly yeah yeah but when um steven Spielberg was like well it's not really peter pan it's like peter pan's a lawyer and now he's old and like doesn't get it you know and so michael jackson was like okay but then i read that he subsequently yeah well he he was like okay with it on the phone but then he he ultimately hired a witch doctor to put a curse on um uh steven spielberg and the production which is a fun fact Um, oh my gosh So so did that what happened I, who knows? I mean, I mean, I Steven Spielberg is still. It got a, it. had right? a really inflated budget and it was not on time. It got a Razzie. It did get a Razzie. Maybe that's oh. why. Um, But all that to say that like that little girl's song, Maggie's song was one, only one of, huh. there's like 10 original songs that oh, are actually. They kept that on one.
3: It. I don't get it. I don't oh, get it's it. It's really, really upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Hook snores very funnily, which I like, yeah. um, and he thinks he hears the tick tock of the clock, but it's it's just Jackie's watch. Yep. But it's not ticking.
1: It no, was it was ticking. ticking. It was. Ticking. But
3: then they took him. Okay, so then they took him to the the broken watch shop or the broken watch clock depository where oh, they yeah. smash. Yeah. Like Hook is just like like this whole scene. He's just like having a whole like kind of crazy breakdown. Yeah. And they, they smash a bunch of clocks together. Now is he like putting a spell on Jack at this point? Like he's just being super manipulated. Is it a spell? No. Is it
1: okay. it's just just a little bit of like a little extra push because he's already a freaking jerk so he's I a do. very
0: yeah he's a, and i think i think the movie i was thinking that like captain hook is kind of a stand-in for like drugs because <laughs> like the movie's okay. thesis i think is like if you're not nice to your kids they are going to be inc- incredibly vulnerable to like a captain with a hook who's going to just convince your kid okay. that he's his dad yeah
1: it's drugs yeah um, just drugs so then
3: katie's <laughs> favorite
0: part of the whole movie
3: comes up which is the lost boys in trench coats piled on top uh. of each other yeah the
0: Muppet Man
1: that's that gag gets me every time it's a uh, good gag I love it it's a good gag I cannot get enough of it
0: yeah it's
3: very good um but they're they're there to see the Pirates baseball game
1: and steal the hook I guess that's the main right thing
3: Uh, now why do they want it
1: as a gag
0: like they just to mess with him <laughs> Peter's just like fully resolved into like let's just play some pranks while my kids get tortured right again like why are they
3: you know obviously he he realizes that's not smart but I think he's under, under a little spell too
0: everybody's kind of losing I will say like everybody seems except for Maggie who's like holding on to it but like everybody seems to be like losing their memory a little bit yeah. like, right uh, what's real, what's not. Um, I will say something we didn't mention, but when they're in that big clock room, I don't know if the kid just like improvised this, but he Jack is like at one point like, oh my god. Like he's like laughing and says, Oh my god, at Dustin Hoffman like losing his mind, which I thought was like so Yeah, that funny. was
1: that was his one shiny moment.
0: Oh uh, I love that kid. I,
1: uh, I love it. Uh,
3: oh, oh, I love this controversy. Yeah. <laughs> So um, Peter Peter doesn't steal the hook Because he sees Jack up to bat And Jack like starts to come out Of the trance because they're chanting Run home Jack
0: Right which Ma- which Maggie said to him Right versus home run Jack
1: Right which is a saying that people say <laughs> 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 Home run And then someone's name It's very common
3: so Hook is, is adopted, Jack, and he's like, after he gets the home run, he's like, that's my boy. And Peter Pan is sad. Um, but and then and then Peter Pan can't fly, but he gets hit in the head with a baseball. And then he. it falls was some into, home run.
0: It was a some that was some home run. Yeah. And he didn't ask this, but uh, that would kill you <laughs> if you got hit in a with a baseball right? that had like- been hit from like 10 miles away. Yeah. <laughs> That okay, you. just thank you for confirming our medical... Yeah, yeah.
3: What was yep. that?
1: A, a prayer for Owen Meany was basically that?
0: Yeah, Simon Birch.
3: Oh, uh, rough. Totally. So this is when Pan kind of goes back to his... Like, I didn't really understand this part. They were in a cave.
1: It's like his old house The. That- Katie, please, I can see <laughs> well, you Well, I mean,
0: I this is what it, it seemed like to me is that, yes, I, I was kind of confused at first, but it's, his, it's where when Wendy, Michael, and John came to Neverland, that's where they lived. And then Tinkerbell says that Hook burned it after they left. So it's been yeah. burned for like 30 years. And this is kind of what really jogs his memory. Like he starts to have skills before this, but he actually starts to remember now. He's like, oh, John slept here and Michael slept here. And like, this is a kiss, which is a thimble and da, da, da okay yeah. right
3: um and then um he remembers well, himself yeah. as a baby
0: oh yeah which is a huge right, bummer yeah. but we talked about that yeah
3: there's that really sad scene where he goes back and he like tries to visit his parents and they're like just have like forgotten that he existed it sounds like because they had a new baby
0: but they probably didn't man he gave right. no that's the visit, sad part like five seconds like they have a new baby probably because she got pregnant and like they're probably like really distraught like they i mean i guarantee you it wasn't a great four years for those <laughs> that couple yeah
1: what were they supposed to be doing like hey new baby you <laughs> sure aren't as good as our old baby that's for right sure. that's-
0: you know uh, and this is kind of part of like the play in the story which i think Bridget, you're saying that's like driven you crazy it's like peter pan like the whole story is told from the perspective of like a lost boy um, that's just kind of like very immature and pretty selfish and like is terrible at perspective taking so yeah so
3: we also see him hanging out with Gwyneth Paltrow who is Mm -hmm. which so Gwyneth Paltrow is who in this? She's a young Maggie Smith.
1: Wendy growing up she's young
3: Maggie Smith and then we see we see Gwyneth Paltrow grown up into Maggie Smith, and then there's another kid in the bed?
0: Well, that's the (laughs) last, it's her her grandkid. Like, that's Moira, who's played by Carolyn Goodall, who played um, Schindler's wife in, like, Steven Spielberg's next next film. Uh I thought it was interesting. I know, I was like, where do I know her from? I'm like, oh, yeah, Schindler's list. Um, Okay,
3: so the the girl he kisses in the bed mm -hmm. is his wife. Yep.
1: Right, correct.
3: Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay, I didn't get that.
1: I didn't get that. Which that it just it's, let's discuss it now. So Peter comes that, in, yeah. yeah. Wendy obviously still has a thing for him, and yeah.
0: Like older Wendy,
1: yeah. yeah. And then Peter sees the granddaughter and is like, oh, I want to kiss for real no no thimbles i just want to like
0: how is that better he's like um i'll give her a kiss it's like no peter your thimbles and buttons no we can't and then he's like no i mean make out with her tongue to tongue and she's
3: like well she's asleep and she doesn't
0: know
1: right yeah yeah. it's rough
0: it is rough um yeah i mean i was also i'm sure you guys read that um uh, kind of as an aside that maggie smith I totally thought she was like 80 years old in this movie, but she's like 56. I know. No, And they age her a lot. Yeah. But they do a pretty good job because Uh like Maggie Smith looks like that now. I know. They really did that pretty well.
3: I know. And like, what's, what's interesting about this movie is they did a lot of this without, you know, they didn't have the technology. Like I just finally saw um, Captain Marvel where it's so weird because Samuel L. Jackson is a, basically like a hologram Smooth, the entire yeah. movie oh, it's so weird it's him the actor but his face is cgi the entire movie oh make him look mm. younger so I it mean, does look like young
0: samuel L. jackson oh but
3: it, it's not him yeah mm.
0: I mean, I will say that there's parts of this, the CGI that's like, yikes, like, it's <laughs> just like a computer. It's like, you like, it's just like a, um, which is terrible. But then like a lot of the stuff is like wire work and that's fun. I like Yeah.
3: No, I, I liked, I actually, part of this podcast, which has been fun for me is actually like being interested in looking at credits a little bit more and just trying to see who does what and there's puppets in this mm-hmm. and, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff I think is really interesting.
1: $80 million of craziness you know yeah. Right? Yeah. wasn't it like 86 million is the budget yeah for and i
0: think it was supposed to be like 48
3: like
1: yeah. it was like
0: it was <laughs> wow i was supposed to be like her movie. i'm getting them weeks and the, it was just like double the time double the money yeah so back to peter he remembers
3: being a daddy and then you know, like for the first time and he kind of gets inspired and then
0: he can fly i'm gonna call bullshit on that's the reason <laughs> that he left um the lost boy island is like i know why i left i want to be a dad it's like no you wanted to kiss that girl in her mouth like that's why you left and you just showed us that yeah (laughs) no way
3: yeah i don't really get that especially it it seems like a really weird non-sequitur especially because they don't even talk about dads like peter pan is not a story about dads at all and it's about moms (laughs) and like missing your mommy and who's your mommy but maybe that's the point maybe that's like steven spielberg trying to shank it up or something but yeah i think he just really wanted to make out with her too
1: oh sure yeah
3: well now the lost boys love him and he's now he can do all the things like throw balls at their heads and all that kind of stuff and rufio gives up his
0: sword (laughs) Um, oh yeah rufio finally i will say i was like me and Annie were talking about how Rufio is like kind of like Mitch McConnell. It's like at the very last <laughs> moment you can join. It's like, oh, yeah, I believe it's like, yeah. What are you going to do? What else yeah. are you going to do? Like you're the only one on that side and now your opponent has a sword at your face right. and can fly. Like, yeah, it's good. True. Good. Not super brave.
1: Yeah. Although Peter did. Cause I, I really disliked Rufio as well, but uh, oh, I, I yeah. sort of got on his side when Peter Pan pantsed him.
3: Yeah. (laughs) It was just like,
1: come on, man. But
3: then he was back and he had a nice new pair of ripped pants again. So,
1: yeah, he just pulled them back up. He must
3: have a closet full of ripped pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rufio
0: kind of seems like a bully. Yeah. I will say it's hard to know, like, although the other kids worship him, but it's hard to know, like, what relationship he has with anybody else on the island. You know, they're all kind of awful. Like, they're selfish.
3: Like, I don't know. It's
1: a society of kids. Right. There's,
3: I'm not really seeing a lot of like, Super compassion, necessarily. I mean, they'll fight for somebody, but like, have you seen them all being compassionate? Well, just like Thud, Thud Thud is that the big rolly one? Mm
1: -hmm. I think Thud is short for Thud Butt. I believe. (laughs)
3: Yes. (laughs) I got you. you Got to be be compassionate when your name is Thud Butt. Uh, I forgot to to mention. I fell down a rabbit hole trying to find out about the kid whose name is Don't Ask. Yeah. Um, because I thought he was the actor who was in.
0: Um dookie hauser md he's oh no yeah. oh,
3: it's
1: not it looks like it him. looks like it looks yeah. like
0: him though he's right? been he's been in a couple of movies though he was in this movie with actually dustin hoffman and um gina davis oh and andy garcia what was that oh. movie called i used to love that movie he was kind of like a kid he like had some roles actually i was reading that his name is don't ask because uh, he kept on asking steven spielberg what his character's name was and eventually steven spielberg just said don't ask and then it stuck and then they use it in the film they actually say it once huh. oh, that's... steven spielberg made some remark that's about that's how him. he after he, he really disliked being around all of these children and that no it shit made him, yeah and it made him like wonder if he should have more kids or something but he also did goonies like he's done kids films i guess this one like
1: but yeah. that's like a small amount of kids. This is a large amount of kids. And it's just, True. not just kids, but like kid actors. Yeah. Um, which all our listeners that are kid actors, you know, I'm talking <laughs> about you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's also like, I think, a group of kids who you've cast to be um, unruly, you mm-hmm. know? So like, they're probably just
3: wreaking What'd havoc. Expect,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. So this then
3: Tinkerbell makes herself big. And because she wants to kiss Peter. This relationship, I hate it. Like, it's kind of in the play, or is it not? I mean okay so there's always this like weird sort of which i don't really enjoy again i'm not i'm not a huge peter pan fan this like yeah. sexual tension between tinkerbell and peter and like there's a little she's bit a right? teeny tiny little fairy that doesn't really work
0: logistically because she yeah. could just like fly into his mouth and down his esophagus but i mean also- i guess that's why they made her big i mean i i really dislike this choice like she because she's pretty pouty about it most of the movie it seems oh like. yeah i it yeah. really takes over her character. But again, she
3: raised him since he was a baby. <laughs> I know. knew him when he was a baby and watched him grow up and still wants to have the hots for him, which I
1: it's think like is problematic Twilight or something. Like and that. I mean,
0: like we <laughs> should just clarify for everybody that Tinkerbell is just all of the Lost Boys captor. <laughs> like she's just
1: yeah. stealing right.
0: boys, keeping
3: them on an island. Right. And are there other fairies or just her? I've only seen her. her.
1: Although, yeah. but no but one calls world, her. I think there are more because no one's there's, there's more because there's the whole thing about like every time you say a oh, fairy right, doesn't right. exist, you kill another fairy.
3: Right. Unless they're all dead. Cause everybody says it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just think it's you and yeah. he's married yep. and he's why Like, why does Steven Spielberg has all have these moments where he's like, Kissing other people. It just seems strange. I don't
1: know. He was having some trouble in his marriage. And so he's like, let me ride in this <laughs> four way with mermaids into my movie.
3: So the Lost Boys get ready for battle. It's battle day. I did like their like montage of getting ready and like the way they would get their armor from like busting through like a time. I love that.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> like that was, that was really cool.
1: That was my exact note is that all these kids and their wicker armor would yeah, die.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, the it's wicker not, armor is rough. But but as we see in the battle, like most of their weapons and everything is all of pretense and silliness, which I enjoyed at first. Like, and then it got bad, but like all of the like tomatoes and the eggs and the marbles. And,
1: although right at the beginning, they straight up uh, stab a sword into some dude's uh, oh, they stomach. Do? Yeah. Oh, the Jesus. Lost Boys do. Okay. And yeah, it was like, oh wow. They're just they're not even like pretending. They like just killed someone off the bat. And then they sort of pull back and then it's all tomatoes and stuff. But
0: oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And we also get to see
3: Jack dressed as Captain Hooks Junior, which I think is very funny. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> they gave like a little wig. Yeah, it's so <laughs> nuts. <laughs> really? And so
3: yeah, they have this big battle. And I don't... Do you guys want to say more about the battle before we get to Rufio?
1: All I was on is, for a long time. Yeah. The, the one thing to note is Roly Poly Kid, aka Thud Butt, <laughs> just rolling down <laughs> all the ramps.
0: Did you freeze frame and see that whatever yes, that was that, that
1: they made? That it was that like a garbage pail kid.
0: What's <laughs> <Lots> a <of> garbage <laughs> pail kid? It was so crazy. It was like five times the size of that kid and they just glued a head on. It was i, mean, I know.
1: Horrific. <laughs> I also guarantee that there is a garbage pail kid named thud bart
0: yeah i know i know <laughs> it was
3: the worst <laughs> funniest thing i've ever seen um oh my i really enjoyed that part a lot and he did it so many times and also really? that would kill him yeah <laughs> if you hit your head repeatedly on his set oh it's not good uh i like that smee is like stealing from hook you see yep Uh uh-huh happening he's like turned on him and he's just stealing things from him
1: yeah i like that
3: Um, as well and like we said hook kills rufio and nobody cares which is sad
0: yeah like and you're almost like it is death a thing here and it clearly is and yikes it doesn't even it hardly pauses i mean he later says you killed rufio but like yeah but he like felt he had like his arm was twisted to say it
3: his body was just up there yeah
1: and and i couldn't remember i i like remember that rufio died but i was like i bet he gets re- resurrected i remember it was like i actually it was like it could go either way he either gets re- resurrected or he's dead and i just couldn't remember and no he did he did
3: yeah he's dead so then hook and peter get into a sword fight and i mean there's like several times that oh peter yeah. P- says like i'm not gonna kill you and then hook comes back and says this
0: felt like the writers um were asked to turn in like a script for like a 10 minute sword fight and they were just like (laughs) overslept and they're like oh just make copies like xerox it and make a copy (laughs) and then like it just kept on like repeating it the themes kept on repeating itself it was so it was so weird
1: but yeah Yeah, if, if someone says that they're gonna like murder my kids and my grandkids and all of my progeny you know throughout yeah. time, I'm, I'm going to kill them, you know. But he
0: keeps on, yeah, and he keeps on demonstrating that he'll never, ever give like, he's not a good guy. So he like right. cuts his arm and he turns his back and then he like gets a, I mean, obviously this guy is just insistent. Yeah. 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 So
3: then um, Maggie says he's just a mean old man without a mommy. Yeah. Because um, everybody has to have a mommy taking yep. care of them. And then so is that crocodile a st- is it real? Is it stuffed? Is that is that the one? Or is
1: it a different it, crocodile? It's definitely the one. It uh, appeared to be dead, but it sure burped when it ate him.
0: I guess, yeah. I think, I don't know. When he stabbed it with his hook, it just seemed to, it was, as a kid, I just remember being like, what just happened? Like, did... What? <laughs> um, because they don't show it until then, really, right? The crocodile. Yeah, ne- I don't remember seeing it. Yeah. And then you're like, it's obviously taxidermied, but then where did he go? Like, he just, right. his body just vanishes. So you, you think it's in the belly of the crocodile, I suppose. I don't know.
1: And it burps. It makes an yeah. yeah. audible burp.
0: But then they
3: all say, bang a <laughs> Bang rang. Which is
1: like Jamaican slang.
3: I read that.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Awkward. Awkward. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
3: and then the kids fly home without dad. He just sends them off. Um, so he right. can probably have a mermaid orgy, a yeah.
1: Hundred percent. <laughs>
3: before before he has to go home. And Peter Pan gives the sword to Thudbutt. Thudbutt. Which, Which makes be the next Peter Pan.
1: Does it like well, I, he he's the only beater. one he's talked to <laughs> sure but it, he already has a move does he need like a sword
0: <laughs> he does you, have a move he
3: has a cannonball down the,
1: you know the sword.
3: He, eventually his bones will hurt he'll hit close <laughs> to 40 and he's gonna no, find new age. they don't
0: age never gonna grow uh, right i would love Thudbutt butt to get a different hat he's constantly has that little golf hat with a pom-pom in the middle and you're like get this kid a more intimidating hat if you're going to attack a pirate ship. I know um, I mean
3: of the clothing that the Lost Boys
0: wear it's like who gets to pick what where does it come from yeah. is it just you it's know? very like Oliver Twist like I always imagined the Lost Boys to be more of like uh, Mowgli like jungle rags and this is like <laughs> these boys have definitely like come off the streets of London. <laughs> well
3: there's yeah it's like do they get their clothes from Trash, I mean, they're 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 um, I keep wanting to say Avengers, they're not Avengers, scavengers,
0: no. yeah. So they maybe have it's just to... pirate, like it's old pirate garb, yeah. It's
3: just but like then I did have a note down. like
0: when they leave, did I already say this? I mean, there seems to be so many lost boys in the beginning, but no, they're dead, like eight, yeah, they like died, right? Yes, I mean, they've I lost, so. They've lost like seventy percent of their population during this one fight that's just about Peter Pan and Captain Hook. Bummer that's for the why they're course. not redeemable characters. No. Um, and then, well, because they're dead. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, he's gonna lead them. I mean, I give these kids two weeks before they're all dead.
3: Was that TV show where the kids ran a western town? you had mentioned this
0: before i'm not familiar oh gosh i just well it's, it's like a reality show or yeah something, it's right? on the brain
3: anyway oh. they would have killed themselves if killed each other i mean
0: i mean so then robin williams like they come back home and i i enjoy i mean it's good that peter comes in the window at first i'm like go in the front door what's wrong with you but i'm like oh i guess he has to have this dramatic like peter at the window thing um poor moira I know. Like, her kids go missing and then her husband's missing for three days? Right. Like, what does she think's happened? Well,
3: he's having a mermaid orgy, so
1: it's right.
0: Well, her suspicions were true.
1: (laughs) I also think, like, an alternate version of this movie is, like, this is the excuse that Robin Williams came up with uh, when he comes home with, like,
0: eight, eight
1: different shades of lipstick on his shirt. He's like, no, look, here's what happened.
3: I know. Oh, my God um also i'm well maybe i'll save it for a bummer i'll save it for my bummer so peter pan right so he comes back but more moira moira doesn't Mm -hmm. see that the kids are in the bed she wakes up she doesn't see they're there i don't know how she misses it because there's like lumps in the bed she wakes up by a prop leaf (laughs) Prop leaf
1: (laughs) very proppy. on her shoulder
3: and um yeah and then robin williams comes in and he climbs up a gutter pipe and he kisses her and so is that is that it? Is he gonna well, become Peter Pan again or that's it? He's done.
1: I think he's done. But I, I was also because I couldn't remember, I was like, is this all a dream? Will people recognize it? Or is there gonna be like this the sort of one bag of marbles in his pocket that is like maybe it wasn't? But no, they're they lean heavily into everybody it's yeah. All real. Totally. You know, I mean, toodles flies at the end. <laughs>
3: yeah. They all should probably go talk to somebody about this, though, because I'm, you know, they're, nobody's going to believe them.
1: No, they're going to get committed.
3: They're It's not good. <laughs> it is that, problem. You know, like it's those kids just being left by themselves for three days, you know, without like, that's just mean.
0: Also, mm-hmm. I'll say like the mark of a good parent like is not to let your kids play by open
1: windows. Like he's
0: like, what did I say about this window? Always keep it open. No, never do. Absolutely never. And do. And it was cold, too high, too cold. No bars. Screw up. Well, off. at
1: first there were there were short bars, that were there because at first I thought there was like n- none. It was just oh,
0: I thought there was nothing.
1: No, there was like sort no. of waist high bars that were okay. there. Okay, still. Still, <laughs> still, that doesn't seem the safest thing in the world um, for the kids' room. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah yeah so um and then he says to live will be an awfully big adventure which is i guess just the juxt- to juxtapose to die is a big adventure which i think is in the book oh, okay and they say it here too or captain hook says it i think gotcha. well they both say it but
3: yeah the end do we have yeah. questions from our question
0: corner this week i kind of asked mine along the
3: way yeah philip do you have any questions
1: um we started to do a deep dive into Glenn Close. Oh, okay. Um, of just sort of, she seems to like to cross dress a bunch, and <laughs> huh. she did a whole movie about it, like Albert Finney or something like that. Um, the actor? No, no, no. Sorry, I'm, it's it's called something like that, okay. Albert. Benny or I don't know but it's it's all about like this sort of 1800- Schmelbert Schmitty. <laughs> <Schmelbert Schmitty. laughs> this 1800s woman who dresses up as a man to oh, be able to like run a business or something like that um and then but she's also this sort of gay icon as is well she? she is yeah is she
0: gay I guess that's on the tip of
1: my no brain. she's not
3: I don't think she is um
1: because that's what I had sort of always thought I was like oh you know she's always. I just had in my brain that she always did these roles and stuff like that. It was like she must be gay or something like that. It's like no, but she is like a, a gay icon. She's like gotten like an LB, LGBT award huh. for like her her work and her roles and stuff like that. So oh,
0: that's interesting. Yeah. And so, I, the,
1: the,
0: go ahead, yeah. go ahead. What's your question? It,
1: it was sort of like we. I think Nora and I like answered this for ourselves mm-hmm. by like diving into this. But yeah. So That's it's...
0: really interesting. I, I guess it's like on... I know that she's like really well-respected. I really like her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have, to, I'll have to dive more into that. Her yeah, makeup... It's... Go ahead.
1: No, no, nothing.
0: Well, her, her makeup as like the Boo Box Pirate kind of reminded me of like Meryl Streep's makeup as the rabbi in Angels in America. It's like women... Or like Tracy Ullman does it a bunch too, where like women in drag or like dressed as men go real heavy on like the beard and the brow like it's like yeah. super hairy oh yeah. and speaking of hairy i read and this made so much sense because um robin williams in like the beginning of the movie robin williams is so famously hairy he is just covered in hair and so he had to shave like yeah. his whole his yeah. arms and his chest for peter pan
1: which i'd
0: like come to think of it when i read them like oh my god yes of course like he is so
1: furry but why can't an older Peter Pan? I don't know. See why?
3: That's why I'm grossed out again. Like, he, why does he have to be like a like a clean-bodied boy
0: man? I I honestly, I mean, have you ever seen Robin Robin Williams? Sure, he was but so like so hairy. He's he's a, how he's hairy a, is he? <laughs> he was so hairy that he had to shave his chest to play Peter Pan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but up up. So
0: I still I think- just think it. I honestly think it would have been distracting. Like I think if Dustin Hoffman, great. But I, I think Robin Williams, I do think it would have been, I think that we would have had the, the whole podcast talking about how we had to look at Robin Williams, like <laughs> pseudo naked. I don't know. It's like right. extraordinary. Let's move.
3: Let's move into Hummers. Bummers and, and Tomers.
0: I've got multiples.
3: Let's start with bummers. Cause I want to share mine, okay. which is Nana.
0: Oh my gosh. That was one of mine. i crossed cross off the
3: list. Yeah. Cross off. This is what I was going to say. Nana is not being taken care of. Why yeah. does the dog have to sleep outside in a snowstorm? Like. She's like the smartest one of that whole entire family. She knows how to bury a bone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she should not have to sleep inside, sleep outside at a doghouse. It's cold. Let her in. Nana was very important in the other movies and she she basically like took care of the children so she just didn't have as big of a role in this one so bum me out
0: yeah i concur totally concur
1: um we're on bummers bummers yeah uh, i'll go it's it, that kiss the sort of like Ooh, go yeah. ahead have your way with my granddaughter is just Ooh. a big old bummer uh yeah. we, and we already talked about it but yeah that that stuck out for me so there you
0: go um I got I have like two but I will choose one Um, that I think it's like the miss I it's a little bit of a mystery but like the idea that these lost boys like really miss their moms is a real bummer to me I'm like wait what like the whole the whole lost boy background and the fact that they're like not that happy on the island like I wish we just didn't go into their backstories and that they didn't have mothers like I just don't I don't like it. It reminds me, it bums me out in the same way that like Pinocchio's like Island of Donkey Boys bums yeah, me out. You know, yeah. it feels a little shaming. It feels a little bit like you said you wanted to live on an island. It's like, yeah, I was three months old in Hyde Park. Like, why did you listen to me, <laughs> Tinkerbell? Um,
1: live with your decision.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So that's, that bums me out. Definitely. It's
3: very sad. what I'm telling you, this is not the story we all think it is. It's, it's an upsetting story. Yeah. All right. Dumbers. My dumber is Julia Roberts' hair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Like Julia Roberts. I like many of her movies. Some of them are my favorites. I just, I, 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 I think because she's supposed to be the actress, you know, this is coming off of like pretty woman time. You know what I mean? Or is it around the same time? Yeah. Either way, it just didn't feel right. She's she's a grown-up sexual woman it's it's just a weird casting for me and then the fact that her hair is the worst (laughs) and it goes between two of the worst wigs I could ever imagine um is is dumb
1: to me like because there are good pixie cuts and this definitely is not it um but I I also want to say that I I love the whole brouhaha backstory of just all of the Julia Roberts stuff where they like called her like Tinker Hell. And I mean, I guess the story is she did it because she was like secluded in this green screen stuff. And then she was like getting engaged to keeper Sutherland and ran away from that.
3: Oh, wow, I didn't know all of that.
1: He like left her at the altar and then she left to like England for like three months. And Spielberg was gonna fire her. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. It is amazing. And like I I did such a deep dive on this because like um apparently Dustin Hoffman and Bob Hoskins or or I guess Dustin Hoffman's and Robin Williams' um stunt doubles both were named Keith. <laughs> yeah. And so whenever they said Keith, they would both come to set and it was like such a problem that they started calling one Kifo and uh, at one point like someone said Kifo and she freaked out thought thinking that Kiefer like was there and on the set and I don't know. It just um it was bizarre. By the way, Kiefer, if you just think about that name, it's very interesting. Fun tie-in to that is that Ooh. I know that for the role, I'm sure you read this, film, well, but um, no. for uh, Dustin Hoffman or for Captain Hook, uh, Donald Sutherland, who's Kiefer oh, Sutherland's yes, father, was considered. I'm like, I, see, I it's it almost sense. like I've seen the movie. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. makes total sense. David Bowie was the first person offered the role, which would have just been like Labyrinth 2, it feels like.
1: Yeah. Like, it I don't know. Smart. That would
0: have been a different tone. But Yeah. 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 But definitely I could see Sutherland. Yeah. yeah. Um You're dumbers. dumbers, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I I am not gonna sit because Tinkerbell, like, I won't build more on that. The whole, the whole character and the love story. Um, yeah. Um, but I I don't know if we talked about we kind of like skipped over it a little bit in when the kids go missing. Yeah. Um, when uh Liza is just in the staircase, like. And the children were screaming, and the like. She's just telling them what happened. (laughs) It's like, has Liza called the police? No. Like, how long has Liza been there with missing children? And then she's just like fixing a tea, waiting for the parents to come home to tell them. (laughs) She Um, didn't want
1: to interrupt the coronation.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that that's my dumber of of many.
1: Yeah my dumber is going to be and this is where i throw down the gauntlet is that fucking kid you know <laughs> um he lost me when he was throwing that baseball yeah uh, on the plane and uh he just he he did have a couple good lines i i, I will give him that um but yeah it wasn't not, enough to come back from that awfulness
0: not yeah i mean i want to clarify how i feel about that kid and this is not to um not a rebuttal but like I don't want to hang out with Jack like I and as a kid I remember disliking him more actually being like this whiny kid man why does he get to be Peter Pan's son um because I wanted to be <laughs> it
1: should be Pan's me it should
0: yeah, be exactly me. but um in rewatching it I'm like this kid I just think he does a great acting job like sure. I'm not trying to the character isn't entirely likable I think I like his voice too it's like he was there just didn't even didn't even do anything about it we were all by her. I don't know. I just love that kid's voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You're not,
3: you don't need to fight me, Philip. I'm not going to uh, okay. gauntlet yeah. you about that. No, that was I just j- aimed
1: at Katie. Yeah. I just
3: only pictured <laughs> yeah. the guy from Can't Hardly Wait.
0: Yeah. You know.
1: Also, yeah. he was in What About Bob? I just want to point that out. Oh, okay.
0: interesting. I, I read that they had wanted the kid Joe Mazzello, the Jurassic Park little kid to play that part, but he was too young so steven Spielberg yeah. then like cast him in jurassic park what amazing. about hummers
1: uh I, I can go real quick i've already mentioned mine it's it's bob hoskins um oh, yeah he's he's amazing um, i mean he had some great lines it was like one was just like flog off and uh yeah. i've got a dead man's dinghy." Uh, and that's my, my Bob Hoskins impression. It's not great. I'm working it is, on it. It's pretty good. It's, good. Um,
0: it's
1: pretty good. But no, I, I love him and everything he's in. Yeah. And uh, I was in a, uh, what is it? Guatemalan mall when I was in Peace Corps. And it was in like this cell phone store and they were playing the movie Unleashed with Jet Li and Bob Hoskins. Mm-hmm. It's great. And I was just transf- transfixed and I stood there for like an hour watching this small TV in a cell phone store. That's awesome. Uh, that's how much I love Bob Hoskins. Wow.
3: Great. Dedication. Yeah. Checks out. My Hummer is also something that I think is dumb, but I think that's why I like it so much, which is... You just uh, wanted to
0: sneak another dumber in. <sighs> no, it's... <laughs> can, can I, I uh, trade <laughs> my Hummer for a It's dumber? a legit
3: <laughs> Hummer, but it's dumb, and that's why I like it, which is the roly-poly kid going oh down the God. stairs.
0: <laughs> that's funny, because I had that as a possible bummer. <laughs>
3: it's all of them really it's a hummer bummer dumber combo but i because of that i'm gonna make it my hummer i just it just felt like it just looked so out of place and it was like um what's her face like violet beauregard when she blows up it's like the same technology and and he just takes all these people out but it has to have hurt him so
0: i enjoyed it well we've already talked about like one of my huge huge hummers is kind of like um phil like half of you like just yep it's phil
1: just the the image of him watching that movie it's
0: just phil now and forever um like bob hoskins and dustin hoffman like that relationship is hummer. um and we we talked about it so I, i was trying to tap into my like childhood hummer um and we talked about the food scene but i think like uh for some reason like the way that in which robin williams like remembers how to fly and then like it's like riding a bike as a kid i just remember loving it and i did like re-watching that transformation as an adult like i like that like he kind of has it and then he doesn't and then he kind of has it and then he doesn't and then like once he's there he's just backstroking and running like and i think as a kid i was just like oh the freedom like i just wish i could I honestly think I spent time thinking of like what my happy thought would be um, to fly Uh, because I remember I was like watching this movie and I was like, no, they say so many more more things. And like, oh, I think those are just in my own head, (laughs) like a list of (laughs) happy thoughts I had to fly. So you had your thoughts prepared. Yeah. For whenever I was whisked away to that Steven Spielberg set. That's cute. What do you think? What was on your list? Um. I feel like skateboarding might've been one, <laughs> like the beach and like those kinds of things.
3: <laughs> you guys can't see Katie right now, but she's physically floating on top of the yeah. ceiling. Uh-huh. Her right
1: now.
0: What? <laughs>
3: she said skateboarding <laughs> in the beach. So okay. cute.
1: Surfing. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, speaking of that, uh, let's talk about what we're wearing. Oh yeah. I can talk about Katie's outfit. Please. Um, I, Katie, I enjoy that you are, you've sort of taken the, that whole like colorful paint thing very seriously. That scene where they were painting all the different colors on Peter Pan and you've done a full body um painting and i can't t- i'm so sorry yep. i can't tell if you're wearing a top or not That's but the you point. Looks like you have shells on your boobs it's
0: like a shelf
3: <laughs> like the mermaids Yes. um now that you floated up to the ceiling i can see that you have a mermaid tail but instead of fins you have shiny black shoes like captain hook it's quite a
0: look quite thank a look. you very Thank dedicated you. to the cause. It took me forever. I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> yes, it looks like all day did a lot with of Multiple, work. multiple mirrors. Um, Phil, I love your and it looks like you got the kids costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the Sweet. the um, hat, the pirate hat and the black curls, oh, yeah, just like Captain Hook, um, which you know comes in multiples. And then I like your your T shirt with the. With a giant, um, you know, alligator crocodile on it with his hands at the, his hips, uh, head up, um, and just the quote, crocodile do. Oh,
1: <laughs> it's I so love good. It. Nice, nice. Uh, Bridget, I was confused at first because you're wearing full on cowboy attire, yeah. just, yeah. you know, cowboy hat, duster, spurs, um, yeah. just it has a, Sheen of dustiness, if that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, um and I was is. like, Bridget, you're dressed for the wrong movie. Yeah. And then you pull back your duster and you have a cell phone holster. Yeah. Um, and then I also see your t-shirt that says thud butt gonna thud, comma bum but
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what does it say? I can't read my own shirt. Thud butt gonna thud. Common butt,
1: uh-huh. But So, like, the person you're <laughs> addressing is that you're calling them a butt.
3: Oh, I see. But. I'm calling the person who I'm dressing butt. Yeah. Okay, right. I gonna sense. thud. Yeah. But. yeah. Oh, butt. Uh, <laughs> oh, so
0: good.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, Oof. a phone holster should come back in. I, yep. I actually, never left for me. Frankly, I don't know about you guys. <laughs> they're more needed now than ever keep your phone close to your hip so
0: is it for real
1: that's the question
0: katie should you go first i I can go first i committed to myself to hold on tight (laughs) to my (laughs) opinion of this movie um so um i won't bury the lead I do think this movie is for real. (laughs) I will caveat that with, I came in with a lot of nostalgia and a lot of like, it was, I don't know. I'm so curious if I could, if I could like snap my fingers and know how many times I've seen this movie. Cause I was like really surprised at how much I remembered. And I was thinking like the, I like kind of always knew what was coming next. So it kind of strung me along like lily Mm -hmm. pads. I could kind of, insofar as like, I it was like an hour and a half into this movie where I was just like, I've been here for a long time like what is happening but I didn't um it it didn't occur to me until then because like I was just like excited to see the food scene and the scene and whatever um so uh anyway I think there's like there's some movies that I've liked as a kid that like rewatching it's like eh whatever but I I don't know I got lost in the world again and I'm I'm also very much enjoying reading the review <laughs> the terrible reviews of this movie, <laughs> um, which is, I try not to read too many. I'm like excited to read those tonight because I didn't want to yeah. like, you know, yeah, I didn't sure. want to influence like what exactly. I thought of it. Exactly. Um, I try not to do that, but um, I had a really good time rewatching it. So that's my, that's my feedback.
1: Do you want to go next or you want sure. me to go?
0: I can go. It's
3: It's tricky because this is not, you know, Obviously, our rating scale for is it for real is extremely subjective <laughs> and like figure skating specific to the person and how that what their mood is. But anyway, that is like figure skating. And that's why I like this podcast. So I, I wanted to say I liked this movie and I thought it was for real, but two hours into it uh -hmm. I didn't I wasn't feeling satisfied and again I think it I think it really goes down to the Peter Pan story of it all Mm -hmm. I do appreciate the mat the movie magic I think the world they created is really beautiful but for me I'm just not into the I don't I don't like any of these characters (laughs) I guess I like Smee um but he's not you know, I, you know, he's not enough. Give me the Smee Peter Pan telling. We never get that. Um, stop telling the story of these other people. So for that, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a not for real rating.
1: Ooh, tie breaker, tie Tide breaker. yo. Breaker, <laughs> breaker. Breaker. Uh, um, As you know, I set the bar pretty low because my only, no, I mean, that, that oh, gives, yeah, it, gives it hope. Yeah. Um, because my memory of it is that I did not like this movie, right? And I watched it again, and I did not like this movie. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I was like, um, even with the low bar, yeah. I I just I found it just boring, and I didn't really like any of the characters other than like Smee and sort of Captain Hook, um, and just it was a little too fake mm-hmm. for me. Just this crazy set that just. All, I, I get what they were going for; it just didn't work. It just got out of control for them. Um, my couchmate reminded me that this movie is not made for forty-year-old men. My couchmate reminded
0: me of that multiple times today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my couchmate is very passionate about that fact.
1: Um, Wait,
0: for better or for worse? Um, like, what? For better. Like, my couchmate is. um Is insist- she, de- is she um, defending the movie? Defending, yes, 100 percent. Defending it as a child, as a nine-year-old, definitely is
1: defending it, saying that you know it's made for eight-year-olds. I'm gonna say this movie is for real. (laughs) For. Eight-year-olds, um, yeah. no, 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 but I don't hang okay. out with eight-year-olds, so.
3: I, oh man, what a so, roller coaster! That
1: yeah. <laughs> is so, a really uh,
3: big roller coaster. <laughs> I was like, "Where are we going?"
1: So it sticks to me, not for real, not for real. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh man, take that!
3: And you know, <laughs> listeners, like me, you have to remember that, like, we're not just if we if we like it or not, that doesn't make it for real. Yeah. And I think, what Philip I that we didn't like it,
0: but. Yeah. There are movies that I haven't really liked that I did say were for real.
1: True. I just
3: want to say. No, that.
0: that's very true. I think everybody is um, pretty fair with the rating. And I want to give the hot, the giant caveat that I can't really say if I think this movie is real for adults. Because I really watched it through my nine-year-old eyes again, I think. Aww. Um, yeah. How I did you I, do it, Katie? You know what I really think I liked about it or why it worked for me so well when I was nine? Is that like I had the same feeling for it as I did for Wicked, where... I think as a nine-year-old, I really enjoyed being able to piece together. It's like, okay, this isn't exactly Peter Pan, but I know enough about Peter Pan to make this movie enjoyable. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I had to work for it a little bit as a nine-year-old. So um but I did spend a lot of time thinking of like what I would cut. Cause I was like, this is too long. Way too long. This movie that is too clock scene long. did not need to be there.
1: 45 minutes to even get to yeah. Neverland, which is I crazy. Know.
0: I know. I think honestly, you know what I would do? I would start the movie in England. It's like, I don't think you need the US, the nope. America part. Although I don't know if we talked about that Dustin Hoffman's voice is the captain's voice on the plane. Yeah,
1: it's kind no, of sort of cool. Fun.
0: Yeah. Um, and then I think you cut Tinker, I think you make Tinkerbell a light. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Tinkerbell <laughs> needs to be a human. I don't think um, she needs to be there.
3: They don't need I to think...
1: highlight that she kidnapped all those boys. No.
0: Right. And then I think you cut down the combat. See, I think you get it down to like 145 max.
1: <laughs> yeah. can't be for... two can't be over 2 hours. That's no. insane. No, for a kids movie, for like
0: a comedy. No. no. Kids
3: You ready for my song? With the yeah the dab? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God!
0: Okay,
1: so he all... Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, it's the Cats in the Cradle. Cats in the Cradle. Yeah,
0: like. Why did I pick that this week? Because Peter Pan. Because 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 it's Peter cradles? Pan's relationship to Jack. He's gonna yeah. miss it. And Moyer even says that. I you know. We but it's really just about everything in life
3: and people like focusing on the wrong things. Yeah. Including everybody that lives in Neverland.
0: I um I will say as a full grown adult myself, um if Aunt, when Annie leaves for work, I like sing that usually. <laughs> if like we're in the middle of a conversation, she's like, I have to go, I have to go. Clinic starts like like now, and I just always said, and the cats and the cradle and the silver spoon. She hates it. It's great. It is a sad song.
1: Because she has to wait till you finish the song.
3: You yep. <laughs> You're chasing her. The oh. Little boy blue with the man
1: <laughs> on the moon.
3: Yeah. It is such fun. a sad when, song. You're
1: home, <laughs> when
3: you're coming home, Annie, yeah, I don't know when. Oh, <laughs> I get Together that, then. That'd be a fun, full on rewrite. <laughs> well, Katie, thanks for taking us to Neverland. Thanks for yeah. coming. And um, I promise you that Philip and I aren't always just going to say your movie choices.
1: Curmudgeons. <laughs> hey, I, I went you on haven't. that run where all minds were <laughs> That's true. Thud, thud butts. Had if in, you a, will. in a crazy
0: butts. twist, you guys. <laughs> loved aspen extreme <laughs> like, you just never know
3: <laughs> you never that, is true. That, that is true that is what i love
1: about this is that I know. You, you don't know. know you
0: don't know
3: i had never even thought of aspen extreme ever in my life I know. that's why i love this too because that was like
0: with this needs- movie i knew that julia roberts like i knew there was some buzz around that and that she got a razzie but like i don't think i understood how like Criticized the actual film was like yeah. I looked up and Rotten Tomatoes it was like 29 like whoa <laughs> that's like intense so yeah it was like for Steven Spielberg and all that money yeah. yeah all that money I know yeah all right well off
3: to Neverland <laughs> see you next time bye
2: Toodaloo.